Thank you. Let's all stand and give the Lord praise. Come on, clap your hands unto the Lord. All ye people. And shout. With a voice of triumph. I am so glad to be in the house of the Lord. As you remain standing, turn to two or three people and say, Ooh, you look good. Tell somebody else who's your second favorite. Ooh, you look good. <clears throat> I want to say just before you're seated that uh, I am uh, the first edition because there is one coming after me that is mightier than I. <laughs> Uh, as his brother calls him, the archangel. Uh, it's good to be here with uh, my father-in-law tonight. And I want to say that, man, what a privilege it is to be in Cincinnati. I've looked forward to this for a long time. And man, I was getting emotional when I was thinking about Joel Urshan, Tom Ellis, and Tom Friend all in the same room. I may just build me three tabernacles and stay here. <laughs> and uh, some of the uh, my dearest friends in the ministry in the world, and uh, just an honor to be here, and Brooke and I, and our girls, and aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord? I said, aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord? <clears throat> and we are going to pray one more time. I feel there's a prayer warrior in the house today. I want to tell somebody, if you need a miracle from God, God's going to do it tonight. If you need an answer to prayer, God's going to do it tonight. In just a few minutes, when we get done preaching, there's going to be a move of the Holy Ghost in this place. This altar is going to be flooded, and God is going to give somebody whatever they need. Do you believe that in the house? Lift up your voice and let's pray right now. Come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want you to move in this house in a mighty way. We are your people and the sheep of your pasture. We want, Lord, to hear from you tonight. I pray, God, that you'd pour out the anointing in this place. Let us be hearers and doers of the word. We're believing you for great things. And the church shout amen. Amen. God bless you. you. May be seated in Jesus' name. I want to preach to you for just a little while tonight about the king and the queen city. The king and the queen city. The canvas on which this scene would be painted was bleak. Turn to somebody and say, it was bad news. Israel was a nation that was meant to be free. But we are finding them in Babylonian captivity. As the brushstrokes begin to build, both in depth and explanation, we begin to make out the path of the plot as it is in captivity that this story would be placed, the reign of the Babylonian empire and the city of Shushan. Our story starts out with a magnificent banquet as the king Ahasuerus. Turn to somebody and say Ahasuerus. Now tell that person, bless you. Say it again, say Ahasuerus. 
never as it would go, and I don't advise this, but in the midst of the party, the host of the party, the king, has a little bit too much to drink. Now the communion comes in a little cup for a reason. Can I get an amen? And he urges King Vashti to lay down her femininity and to entertain the crowd. And being a woman of respect, she refuses and he orders her to be replaced. A search would begin then to find a replacement for Vashti. And we find that in the midst of this landscape, as it begins to form, we're introduced to our leading lady. And that uh, is Esther by name. A Jewish captive that has now been courted by this pagan king. And she's chosen by the king to be the replacement. Now all would not be well as long as Haman was here. Esther's surrogate father, Mordecai, would not bow. This infuriates him and causes a vendetta against him and the people of God. Imagine, if you will, when a time when those that are in rule, those that are in control, dare I say, the government would be against the people of God. That there was a conflict of culture as God's people would rest in an evil place. That there was an oppression that would come against them. They didn't like the way that they worshipped. They didn't like the way that they ate. They didn't like the way they prayed. And so they pressed upon them this people of God. And so he instructs the king to condemn the Jews. And in the midst of this crisis... Mordecai goes to the one person that can help. The one person that had both the power and the righteousness to stop this persecution. Mordecai knew that there was one that could have the power. And so the Bible says that he went to the queen. Esther was the one that might be able somehow, some way, if she could, to plead for their lives, to somehow step in and be able to redeem the people of God. And so as Esther begins to consider coming before the king, she reminds why someone might not be able to come. Esther chapter 4 and verse number 11, she said, all the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king to, to the inner court who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death. And so it is. All of Israel's eggs now rest in this unlikely basket, and that is this captive girl, this little young lady by the name of Esther. Now the key is this, as we read that law, that while that was the law, Esther was not a whosoever. Turn to somebody and say, she was no whosoever. 
tell them Esther was a queen. Because Esther was married to the one with all the power. Esther was in covenant with the one who wielded all of the power and all of the strength of the kingdom. And so while there may have been laws, there was one who created the laws. And as long as he was the one that created the laws and she was married to him, she did not fear what man could do to her. And so the Bible says that she hosts her own banquet. And chapter number seven, it was so impressive to the king that the king turned to the queen and he said, you ask me whatever I ever you want. I may have all of the power. I may sit on the throne. I may be the one that has made all the laws, but you ask me whatever you want, queen. You say whatever you want, and I will do just as you wish. And so it was that in one sweeping stroke, she saves the Jews, Haman is hanged, and the righteousness march to Golgotha would still continue. And it's all because... The queen gets whatever she wants. The Bible tells us our identity, ladies and gentlemen, that you and I are not a whosoever. We have been elevated by the blood of Christ, that we have been put into covenant with the king, that we are the bride of Christ. And if we're married to the king, that makes us the queen, that makes us righteous, that makes us regal, that makes us powerful, that makes us anointed, that makes us the one who can inherit the kingdom. I want to talk to somebody today and tell you we are his beloved treasure. We are the apple of his eye. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. We are the king's bride. The Bible says in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Verse number 11, He came into His own, and His own received Him not. But as many as received Him, watch this, to them He gave to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name which were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh
flesh and the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That when Jesus Christ came to this earth, that he may have come as merely a man, but he came as a king. And because he came as a king, he gave to us the power to become his bride. That when he robed himself in flesh and he came to this earth, he came and he purchased our hand in marriage. He saw us though we were just a captive girl. We were just somebody that was on the perimeter, on the periphery. We were someone that were overlooked. We were not Vashti. We were not the first choice. We, but we were beautiful to our king. We were righteous to our king. We were bought by the blood of Christ. And so, because we're the bride of a king, turn to somebody and say, I must be a queen. I want to be redundant this evening in this convocation and one service here in Cincinnati and remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that over 200 years ago when Cincinnati was incorporated, there was just something about her. She wasn't like the other cities in the New West because the citizens and leaders alike began to notice and say, she's regal. <laughs> she's cultured. She's beautiful. There's just something special about her. She's not like all the other girls. Cincinnati is something special. And so they said, you know what? The only way we can really describe her is to say she's the queen. She's experiencing explosive growth. She's growing. She's learned. She's, she's special. She must be the queen. And so they naturally just called her the queen city. She was the third largest city in America. She was booming. She was growing. And so everybody agreed that she would be the queen city. Ed B. Cook wrote in 1819, the city is indeed, someone say indeed, just styled the fair queen of the West, distinguished for order, enterprise, public spirit, and liberality. She stands the wonder of an admiring world. The whole world was admiring this place. The whole world began to notice there's something special going on in Cincinnati. There's something important going on in Cincinnati. New York had to turn and look west. Philadelphia had to turn and look west. Cleveland had to say, 
I'm going to even have to look south. Chicago even began to have to look back and say, what is going on in the Queen City? It was later Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said in his last stanza, and this song of the vine, this greeting of mine, the winds and the birds shall deliver to the queen of the west in her garlands dressed on the banks of the beautiful river. And those words would be etched, they would be written, they would be memorized because everyone began to recognize that there was something special about Cincinnati. She was the queen city. I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, while that is historical and even somewhat emotional, certainly for many of you Cincinnatians, I want to tell you more importantly that similar in the spirit, we have no doubt found that this city has also been regal in the spirit righteous in prayer something special in revival this city when you look over the historical record of this city there has been no doubt that just as she was cultured she was anointed just as she was special she was powerful just as she was the queen witty queen city of the west she was the queen city of the spirit realm because she was the bride of a king. <laughs> so that must make her, somebody say, a queen. I have enjoyed many times sitting, talking with Pastor Urshan and Pastor Ellis as they begin to tell me about the great history of Cincinnati. How that you sit down <clears throat> with them and they begin to tell you I even heard today, Pastor Joel was talking about Zion Temple, First Pentecostal Church. And history begins to talk about a sister. Somebody, if I, if I can, can I get an amen from the ladies? Melvina Nelson was her name, and she was also accompanied by Elder Armstrong. And they, in 1920, over a hundred years ago, began to herd together some prayer warriors, some Pentecostals, some filled with the Spirit, some baptized in Jesus' name. They were a righteous congregation of truth, and they began to carve out a work that is still here until this day. And those that would follow Brother Kurtz, Brother Pasley, Brother Joe David Sizemore, these ones that would preach in this city and pray in this city, prayer meetings that would happen overnight. There was reference earlier today about Sister Jackie Sizemore, who was like a sister to my own grandmother, Grace Pamer. And we begin to hear even today about a revival that my father-in-law was preaching at Covenant Apostolic Church. And he preached there for 10 straight days and 58 received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And every single night that as he would preach and they would have church and then him and Brother Sizemore would 
sit in the living room and begin to talk. That Sister Sizemore would put all the kids to bed and she would get together with some sisters in the church and they would go back to the church and they would pray all night long. All 10 days. And my father-in-law who was there would tell you that when those people began to get the Holy Ghost, it wasn't the preaching. It wasn't the accordion. It wasn't even the people that were there. But it was a group of ladies that said, we're the Queen City. And we're going to have revival. Oh, is there anybody in this house that once said today, do you want revival? Do you want it in the Queen City? I love hearing stories about Norman Pasley the first when he would begin to lead in worship and he'd begin to play that that cello, that upright bass that he would play and he would begin to get blessed in the Holy Ghost and the anointing of the Holy Ghost would rest upon that righteous man and he'd take that bass and he'd spin it around and he'd take off running around the church under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That, ladies and gentlemen, is our DNA. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the Queen's that ladies and gentlemen is who we are I want to tell you this city is gifted this city is regal this city is righteous we are ready for revival I want to preach to you my heart ladies and gentlemen I want to tell you that the queen always get what she wants I want to tell you today that it is high time that once again Cincinnati you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this I certainly know having Grown up in Barberton, right outside of Akron. How vitally important it was that this city played in our church. And this is not hyperbole, but my grandfather, who my father pastored our church before me and his father before him. But my grandfather, all the way back into the 60s, every time that we had an important revival, he only called one person. He called some hot bread ups, up that would come up 71. He said, Bishop Sizemore, will you come preach for me? And he would come up. And every time we dedicated a building, he called Joe David Sizemore. Every time we would have camp meeting back at, at the campground for the ALJC campground, we would call Joe David Sizemore and he would preach life into us and he would preach revival into us. I remember as a small child, I'm sure there are many preachers that would say the same thing that are here today. Tom being one of them. We would sit in the crowd and be amazed at what that man would do. He'd get to get excited. He'd start the Holy Ghost to come over him. And he'd start mocking around. 
he was more excited about it than anybody in the crowd and he would say oh I wish you would get this I wish you would understand this and I was sitting on the front row and I looked as terrified as you are but I wish so much that hand would be on my head oh God I wish so much that some of that anointing would rest upon me Come on, Cincinnati. Come on, Cincinnati. You're the queen. You're the queen. You get what you want. You're righteous. You're regal. You're anointed. You're something special. I want that anointing on me. I'm asking you today, lead us again, Cincinnati. Pray for us again, Cincinnati. Bring us revival again, Cincinnati. It was 1992 when you guys had Pentecost 1992. Everybody in the nation stared in an admiration about a revival that was going on in Cincinnati. Power filled with the Spirit. They'd begin to sing. And that choir of over a hundred people would begin to shout. And they'd begin to lead us. I want to tell you today about the king and the queen city. I want to tell you about a city that is a leader, not a follower. The head, not the tail. I'm asking you again, lead us, Cincinnati. I want you to stand with me all over this house and lift up your hands to heaven and lift up your voice. Right now, I'm talking to the queen today. I'm talking to someone who's righteous, someone who's regal, someone who's anointed. Come on, somebody. If you've got the Holy Ghost flowing it right now. on lift up your voice this is a holy convocation this is an anointed service we've got the king and the queen city we've got a covenant that's anointed we've got a covenant that's been prophesied That's it, that's it. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. That's it, that's it. Make your petition known right now. You're the queen. You get what you want. You're not a whosoever. You're royalty.
This city is something. This city is special. This is what Zion Temple prayed for tonight. This is what they preach for. G.T. Haywood prayed for tonight. N.A. Urshan prayed for tonight. They dreamed of this. These multi-million dollar facilities filled with hundreds and hundreds of Pentecostals. And here we are, the king and the queen city. We're going to pray one more time before we begin to worship the Lord again. And I want to remind you of our text tonight. That in that moment where all Jews were facing extinction, it was one lady. Wasn't an army. It wasn't a group of Navy SEALs. It was one lady who said, not today. No, 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 there's a law. You're not allowed to fill up a brand new building that quick. Not today. I'm a queen. No, 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 no. You, you don't understand. You're not supposed to build, buy two more buildings and then build two more buildings. Tom, you're not supposed to do it like that. You're not supposed to own so much real estate. Not today. You're a queen. And you get what you want. I'm going to tell y'all right now. You can, and I thank God for it. I thank God for graders. Tom Ellis, our friendship is sustained by him shipping up Grippo's potato chips to my house. That's why he's my brother. You, you guys are the best, man. You, I mean, you got Joey Burrow and we got... I give it to you. But I'm going to tell you right now. We got to step into a dimension of the spirit. I'm calling on a prayer warrior. A Jackie Sizemore who's 15 years old. I'm, I'm asking somebody. I'm pleading with somebody. Where's the Melvina Nelson? That'll say we're going to have a prayer meeting because I'm the queen and I get what I want. I want you to raise your hands right now. If you need something in the Lord right now. I'll, come on, come on. Come on, Cincinnati. We need you to be great. We need you to be anointed. We need you to be regal. Come on, right now, all over the house. I want you to begin to pray in the spirit. I want you to begin to pray for one another. Holy Ghost, baptize this place. Spirit of God, move in this house. Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Come on, lift up your voice and let's begin to believe. Now unto him that can do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think come on that's it to the only wise God yes 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 we believe it in Jesus name we believe it in Jesus
to get caught up in the word that we just heard right now. I said somebody needs to get caught up in the word that we just heard tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost so strong right now. My God, come on somebody. something I'm gonna tell you something we heard a prophetic word we heard the heart of God for our city and God put a love in your heart tonight for this city and for this region and I want you to receive it in the name of Jesus discouragement is about to lift off of you Healing is coming to this city. Revival is coming to this city. Miracle signs and wonders are coming to this city. We're going to sing this song, but we're going to sing it in faith. We're going to sing it like it's happening right now. Oh, yes, come on, let's let revival break out among us in Jesus' name. Your name. A victory dance, I will dance out in I will crush this support and I will break any chains. Oh, all of my fear, I will turn into praise. Shake off this fear as I sing out your name. A victory dance, I will dance out in I will crush this support and break any chain. Oh, all of my fear, I will turn into praise. Shake off this fear as I to Cincinnati. Apostolic Pentecost of Holy Ghost power. We've got to pray it. We've got to pray it into this city. We 
Bishop Bowers has gone on to be with the Lord. Bishop Sizemore has gone on to be with the Lord. Bishop Pasley has gone on to be with the Lord. Bishop L.C. Young has gone on to be with the Lord. Bishop Jasper Phillips has gone on to be with the Lord. And on and on we can go. But we have come to the kingdom for such proceed we're going to proceed but I want you to reach over to somebody near you right now and I want you to rejoice with them and pray for them because God's going to raise up people in this service and from this place hallelujah God's going to raise you up you're the prayer warrior Pastor Pamer was talking about yeah you're that prayer warrior you're that soul winner you're that Bible study teacher yeah Lord in the unity 
I want you to know that there's a commanded blessing of God in this house. It's a commanded blessing of God. Nothing can withstand it. Nothing can turn it back. The Lord has commanded his blessing in this house. In this city. Bless that name of Jesus. Come on, let's lift up our hands again unto the Lord and receive what He is doing in this place. I really believe that there is a spirit right now for a passing out of mantles in this place. What Brother Urshan just talked about a moment ago is the critical thing that must take place for this region for revival. And that is the mantles of these men and women that preached, that prayed all night. That's got to rest upon somebody tonight. That's got to sit upon somebody tonight. Because if you will do what they have done, I want to tell you, God will do only what he can do in this region. So here's what I think we need to do right now in the spirit. I want to clear out the front of this altar and I want every man and woman of God that is called into the ministry to come and to stand in this altar right now and face each other. I want Pastor... Uh, Joel and Pastor Tom right here so you guys face each other Brother Tom right here and face the crowd Brother Gershon where you at I want you to stand back up please sir six or seven feet past and I want you to stand right here and then I want the men and women of God that are called into the ministry and your pastor recognizes you in the ministry I want you to come up very quickly very quickly and I want you to stand shoulder to shoulder right here sister please right by brother Ellis please come quick come quick please 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 what we're about to do is about to be a release of the prophetic I'm going to tell you right now Bishop Bowers is about to be reborn tonight he would want me to say that Jackie Sizemore and her all-night prayer meetings are about to start back up. If you want that mantle, I want you to line up right down this aisle, right here, right here. Sullivan, raise your hand, raise your hand. Get behind her, right there. I want you to line up, and we're going to come through here, and these men and women of God are going to lay their hands on you, and we're going to walk right through. And when they lay their hands on you, I want you to tell God, God, I want that Joe David Sizemore on my life. I want that Jackie Sizemore on my life. I want that Melvina Nelson to be rebirthed in me tonight does anybody in this house want that right now I really believe what God is going to do in this region is going to be anointed to happen right now and everybody in this place to raise your hands right now get in this prayer line right over here right over here come on if you're sick in your body get in line right here if you need a miracle get in line right here if you have prayed for God to do something, I'm telling you, tonight is the night. You are the queen, and the queen gets whatever she wants. I want you to walk right through here. I want you to put your hands are going to 
through. Come on, that's it, church. Everybody in this house, I want you to go into spirit of intercession right now. I want you to lift up your hands. Everybody in this place, lift up your voice. Come on, let a prayer meeting break out right now. Come on, if you can, I want you to begin to intercede for Cincinnati. I want you to begin to intercede for your church. God called these young men and women to the ministry. Come on, begin to intercede. Do you need a blessing? Do you need a miracle tonight? God's pouring it out. You're the queen. You're the queen. Come on, Jackie. Come on, Joe David. Come on, Brother Buller. Come on, Brother Powers. Let that man come right now.
Wow. Wow. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Could you look at your neighbor right now and tell him joy unspeakable and full of glory. I want us to lift up our hands to heaven right now and thank God for what he has done respectively in this house. In the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost just showed up tonight and did what he wanted to do. And we're walking out of here with the answer to our prayers. We're walking out of here with, with the confidence that God has called us as a city. We were reminded tonight of God's heart for our city. And he put his heart in us for our city. And we give him praise. We thank God that Bishop Williams and Pastor Pamer were here tonight. I can't believe that Bishop Williams is in the house and, and, and he's not going to preach tonight. My goodness. He did promise me. He said, he said uh, I, I said, will you come back? He said, I will come back again and preach. So we're going to look forward to that in Jesus' name. So we've got that settled. But we love this man of God. He, he preached a revival almost 50 years ago in this city, as Pastor Pamer mentioned. 58 people received the Holy Ghost in 10 days. Their families, many of those people and their families are serving the Lord and working for God in the churches, the apostolic churches of Cincinnati. And beyond. And beyond. And, and we thank God for his ministry. And, and as Pastor Pamer preached about the passing of mantles, we saw it tonight. We saw it happen tonight. Because what happened 50 years ago happened again tonight. It was a visual aid of what this thing is all about. And I believe that there was a conference of anointing and an impartation of generational anointing and favor. Hallelujah. One more time, I want us to lift our hands and receive what the Lord has done in this house. Come on, one more time, lift up your hands and receive what the Lord has done in this house. Jesus. Lord, I thank you for every work that you have done. You have begun something tonight that will multiply and abound and redound to your glory for many years to come and into eternity. And we thank you for it and we give you all of the praise in the mighty and the matchless name of Jesus Christ. We worship you. We honor you. We give glory to your name, oh God. We give glory to your name, oh God. In the name of Jesus, every year at the one service, we receive an offering for a special project, a missionary, an organization. Tonight, the offering that we are going to receive, our ushers are in the back. We're going to let you, as you leave, we're going to let you just deposit that offering into the plate. 
if you would like to give this one service offering to your respective congregation we invite you to do that online through their online giving opportunities and 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 all of the offering tonight will go unless otherwise designated it will go to life forward strides for hope this is an organization in the city of cincinnati that is on the front lines helping women to choose life they're in a they're in there's a battle for life right now amen and we thank god for life forward that they are on the front lines helping women all across this region to choose life and we want to be there to help them choose life and we want to be there to help them as they go through the challenge of raising children and we want to be there to help them find Jesus and be baptized in his name and filled with his spirit amen and walk in his grace and so we're going to give to life forward tonight as you depart this evening please feel free to give in that offering let's be a blessing to this organization it is a fully charitable organization completely dependent upon the goodwill and giving of those who support it so let's do that we're going to pray one more time in the name of the lord lord go with us tonight let what we have heard be established forever in our hearts and minds we pray oh god that this anointing that is in this place Hallelujah, will we'll abound, hallelujah, for your glory to the salvation of many souls. We humble ourselves before you in the mighty and the matchless name of Jesus. We give you all the praise for it. And everybody said in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. And amen. God bless you tonight. Find somebody before you leave, several people, and tell them God has done a mighty work in our midst. God has done a mighty work in our midst, for the Lord is good. God bless you in Jesus' name.